0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Hey! Roto-Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports the morning grind stevie tpfl and company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's dfs slate without further ado here's your host Stephen young What is up everyone? It is February. It is the 25th of February. It's a Monday. 2019, I believe, is still the year and this is another edition of Morning Grind. If you could not already tell, I am not Stevie. He's currently coming back from the track, had himself a huge day from NASCAR if all the screenshots I saw were, were true, unless he forged it somehow. But congrats to him. He'll be back tomorrow. Don't worry, you only have to deal with me once. But this is another edition of The Morning Grind, sponsored by Fantasy Draft. If you guys haven't checked it out yet, they have wonderful tournaments that are not huge. 150 multi-entry tournaments. Great stuff. Sign up through the RG link and you can get some free little promos that we run every once in a while. I got to have my butt kicked by Drew Brees during one of these promos. And it was wonderful. I also got beat by Dan Bach. Don't feel great about that one. But oh well, it happens. I am joined here by the great chief justice O sticks will how you doing over there, buddy
2: i am doing great man this is uh this is a nice little slate we get to break down even you know we were kind of talking before talking about some of the things that are going to come up i'm really excited about this slate uh you know i i tend to do pretty well on on large slates uh and so i i'm really excited there's some good contests out there all across the industry and uh you know, one site in particular that I play on the most has, uh, you know, several contests with 100k up top. That's what I like to see, and I, I'm just I'm thrilled to uh, to have this slate It's a monster, but there's so much fantasy goodness out there, so I'm ready to get cracking, man.
1: Right there with you, but we got 11 games here, so can't take too much time just dicking around. So let's get started with the first game: Charlotte versus Golden State. It's a 224 or 234 rather total seven point favorite is golden state draymond green is currently questionable over on the other side for charlotte i don't see any injuries of note here so let's get breaking down the golden state side of it first um with draymond green out obviously doesn't change a whole lot it changes a little bit but um there's a situation running before who are you targeting over on golden state
2: uh well, you know what? What I've got right now is I've got uh, Draymond is probable. That, that's what I have here as of 926 tonight. So that was about an hour and 13 minutes ago. Uh, this is going to be a scratch-off game for me, man. Uh, I'm only running one lineup tomorrow because I don't want to get caught up in the hustle and bustle of all the news and trying to swap out 50 lineups. To make. So, you know, today is the day I'm, I'm going to fire a single bullet uh, you know, mind you, I'll be playing in the monster and some of those other ones. So a single bullet is a little different than just a $9. But uh, this is going to be a scratch-off game for me, man. And I, I usually don't scratch off games like this. But uh, with 11 games, I really want to try to focus in. Uh, I-, I think Curry's I- – I just don't think you need Curry, Durant, any of these guys. When, I- when these guys are at full strength, just too many bodies, uh, I'm-, I'm not going to be playing anywhere from Golden State in this spot.
1: Yeah, I mean, I could potentially see playing DeMarcus Cousins over on Fantasy Draft, hoping that he gets a decent amount of minutes, but it's not terribly likely. And his ceiling, if he gets 30 minutes, is not great, but it's pretty good considering his price tag here. He could end up in the high 40s, low 50s if he does get enough minutes, but it's not terribly likely. And going up against Charlotte's big men is a pretty good matchup for him. I'm fine with Curry. I'm fine with Durant. I'm fine with Clay, but I don't think any of them uh, make it into any of my lineups just – just like you're kind of on the same page there. It's not really great spot for them. It's not a horrible spot, and the game obviously could turn out into a blot just like any game can. Um, but, yeah, it's, it, there's so many big injuries on the rest of these games that I'm kind of right there with you. Um, anyone interesting at all over on the Charlotte side?
2: Nope. I don't want to play anyone from Charlotte either. Uh, you know, <sighs> I just don't think I need anyone. Kim is $8,900. I mean, the price is fair. Uh, you know, Jeremy Lamb is $5,400. Batum, $4,700. he has been playing a lot better. These are all fair prices. Don't get me wrong. But I – I mean, and you know my boy Marvin Williams. You know, he's a guy I like to take shots on at these prices. I just don't think I need him on this slate. So, I, I'm going to be fading Charlotte. You know, I know – to all the viewers, listeners out there, I talked about at least stacking up my team in one lineup, every, every, but I don't even think I'm going to do that today. I just, I just don't think I need this game to take out the tournament.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of same page. Batum's price is fair, Zeller's price is fair, Kemba's price is fair. If I was going to take a shot on anyone, it would be Kemba. Um, Just if this is a high-paced, high-scoring affair, Kemba could be chucking. And he's still got a shot, realistic shot, at 60-plus in pretty much any given game. He's a guy like uh, D'Angelo Russell, who I pretty much will play once or twice on every single slate just given his upside. But I'm not going out of my way to go with him. So let's just move on to the next game here, Cleveland versus Portland. Nine-point spread, Portland's favorite, 222 total here. Tristan Thompson is out. Over on the Portland side, uh, Evan Turner is out, so not a whole lot of injuries here. same thing we've seen for a while. Let's start with Cleveland here. Are you going to pay that price tag of 6,900, just 6900 for love? Maybe he gets into 30 minutes. Um, are you going to mess with Nance hoping he gets a boatload of minutes? Are you going to take a shot on Clarkson, considering how many minutes he is getting lately? Who are you targeting on Cleveland, if anyone?
2: No one. Uh, this is going to be another team I am going to stay away from. Uh, you know, it's another team I just don't see the need to load up on these guys. Uh, I know osman has been playing big minutes, but I think Kevin Love is going to hurt his production. I'm definitely not playing Kevin Love in this spot at 6,900. Not playing Zizic. I'm just – I'm fading Cleveland. Uh, Sexton's been getting big minutes as well, but I I, I can't play these guys on this slate, man. They're just too many better options. Uh Full favor for
1: Cleveland for me. Yeah, I'm 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 a little bit different than you. I, I like the minutes that Sexton's playing. Like obviously some value is gonna open up and I haven't created any lineups yet. Um, but I could potentially see using him. He still has high thirties ceiling here, maybe low forties. Um, he's getting just so many minutes that I think I can trust him. He's only had one bad game in like the last eight, and his price tag it really hasn't risen much at all here. So he's still around that five or right at five K, five one. So I think Sexton's worth taking a shot on. And on the off chance that Kevin Love ends up getting a full amount of minutes here, 6,900, could be a pretty cheap price tag for him. Um, I'm definitely going to take one or two shots on him. He's not the best play in the world, obviously. We'll get to some guys that are going to have huge use of bumps. But in any given game, like Kevin Love can easily end up with a bunch of points and a bunch of rebounds. So I'm going to take a shot or two on Kevin Love, I think. I I just – That price tag is too enticing if he does get a decent amount of minutes here. Um, What about over on Portland here? Any interest in any of the guys there?
2: Oh, man. I mean, so if you're multi-entering, you know, Dame, I feel like Dame is in the same boat as Kemba. Price is fair. I think maybe you take a shot. Um, That's about it, though, man. I I just – I don't want to take too many chances today on, you know – some of these guys where I know I'm going to get, I mean, just guaranteed production from some other guys that we're going to have coming up here. So Dame is probably about the only person I would consider and maybe Nurkic. Maybe Nurkic at 7900 Like, I really don't hate that price. I think that's a good price for him. But, I, you know, like I said, I've just got too many other guys that I, I know for sure that I'm going to be looking at that we'll get to down the line. Speaking of which, probably the next game is probably another game I'm going to fade, but spoiler alert, but I'll just let you bring it up first.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of right there with you. Dame and Nurk are fine to take shots on, but they're not even close to an optimal scenario. I could potentially see stacking up this game a little bit, throwing in Sexton, Love, Lillard, Nurk. If it stays close, then the minutes could be there for all those guys. So, I don't hate a little game stack here, but it's not an optimal play here. Move on to the next game. Like Will said, we're probably not going to care about almost at all but it's Indy versus Detroit, two point spread, 212 total here. Over on Detroit, I don't see any big injuries. Over in, with Indy, um, Turner is questionable. Uh, Tyreek is questionable. So potentially could open up a little bit here. I, 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 I'm sure, yeah, if this is a game that you were playing on, having no interest in, I don't know. Over on Indy, I think it is interesting to keep playing some bonus here. Obviously, He's not in the starting lineup, but he's getting a decent amount of minutes here and has been producing very well lately. His price tag still isn't high enough, and I think that three hundred. there's still a little bit of meat on those bones there, uh, especially if is out. It It just seems like he could potentially get some more minutes, or they could throw him into the starting lineup here going against two big men. Um, honestly, I don't think that's the worst spot in the world for him to get a start. and uh, He could be in for 30-plus minutes here. That young Collison, Bogdanovich all are getting decent bumps if Turner is out and Evan Zahra is out. So I've got a little bit of interest in this one. What about you?
2: Maybe maybe Sabonis. Uh, but but that's about it. Like I and collison's price is very fair. So I don't, you know, I definitely get it if you if you think about playing Collison. We've kind of been playing point guards against Detroit all year. Like I totally get it, but uh Sabonis is probably about the only guy would maybe take a shot on uh, off Indiana. Other than that, this is another full fade for me.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not the worst idea in the world. What about over on Detroit? Obviously, Griffin, Drummond are in play every single time, but this is not a good spot for them. Um, Indy's not the greatest matchup in the world. I, I don't know. Are, are we even chasing the value with Ish Smith, hoping he gets another 25-plus-minute game? Um, are you thinking about any of these guys or are you just crossing this one off too?
2: Well, I will say this. I, I do have some interest in drumming at nine K in this spot where he should really have no one to out rebound him whatsoever. Uh, mm-hmm. Like at that price, I, I totally get firing drumming in there. He's got 60 point upside, but that's about it. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't hate Blake either. Blake's only a hundred more. Um, but, but Blake and Drummond would be the only two that I'd even remotely consider playing, uh, especially Drummond at 9k. I really do like that price on Drummond. He's one of those guys, you know, like I said, if I was playing on DK, you know, I think I I'd, I'd need to be running multiple entries to play him, but I, I that nine k, I mean, I just think I think that's really too cheap for him. The guy's got—he's pretty much a walking double double every night.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, this could potentially be a twenty-twenty game for him here. So I don't right. hate playing Drummond here, but yeah, like I said, guys, don't worry, we'll get to interesting picks soon enough. Uh, probably, maybe not as much in the next game, but yeah, same page. You can cross this off if you really want to, or take a shot on Ish, take a shot on Drummond, take a shot on Griffin, but. They're not the best plays on the slate. Let's move on to the next game here, Brooklyn versus Sacramento. We have a 231 total here. Two-point favorite are the Nets. Um, And I don't really see any injuries here other than, obviously, Dinwiddie's still out. So not really much value that's going to open up here. But we always – San Antonio could end up crossing some guy off in the morning here for rest. But uh, as of right now, it looks like everyone should be playing. And let's start off with San Antonio here. The Rosen coming off a real good game. Brooklyn, obviously not the greatest defensive team. We have LMA going up against Brooklyn, who we always uh, target, or at least I always target, big against. Are you looking at any of these Spurs here, or is another cross-off game?
2: Man, th- this price on Derek White is very enticing. Uh, I just – I don't know if they're going to keep him on a minute's limit. So, uh, I, I do want to see if they're going to – take him off of it or, or keep him around 20 minutes uh, because if that's the case, if they're going to keep him around 20 minutes, then I don't think, I don't think we're going to be able to play him. Uh, DeRozan is 8,500. I, I don't think we need DeRozan on this, on this slate. Uh, you know, we've also got uh, LMA 7,500. I, I think that's fair for him. And so if, if you want to take a shot on him, I'm totally with that, uh, but I, I don't think I need LMA either. Th- these these first four games, man, it's just spots where I feel like I, I can play some guys, but I don't feel like I have to play anyone. I, I think this slate is really backloaded with all the games that we're going to need. And, um, that's kind of how – that's the approach I'm going to take, and it might be the chalky way to think today, but uh, th- that's the approach I'm going to take.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. Um... I'll take some shots on Aldridge. I, I just have a stone cold rule where, against the Nets, on uh, pretty much any slate, I'll target a big man versus him. But um, yeah, I, I think he's going to be a little bit overlooked considering what he's done in the last two games. But he's gotten virtually any game go off for a huge game here. This game's projected to stay close. So I'll take a shot on Aldridge, but probably not much else. What about on the other side? Russell, Allen, Harris, are you taking a shot on any of these guys?
2: Man, I wish I could. Uh, I mean, I think D'Angelo torched San Antonio a couple games ago. I could be wrong. Um, no, I'm right. I mean, he he lit him up for 47.75. But I don't think I need D'Angelo on this slate either. Uh, Jared Allen at 5,100 is very interesting. Like, And now, now that his minutes have been somewhat stable, I mean, the last four games he's played 29, 42, and 31 minutes, like – I, that's the kind of stuff I like to see, 29 minutes to game before that. So, I, you know, if he's going to get around 30 minutes at 5,100, I think he's a guy you strongly consider.
1: Yep, yep, kind of right there with you. The price tag's too cheap. I'm fine with Harris. Um, price tags all right there, but uh, there's going to be better plays at around the same price tag, so I don't know if I'll end up with any shares of him. Russell, this isn't a spot that stands out to me really at all, but he's still a guy that I'm going to – play a little bit of on virtually every single slate just because it's upside regardless of the game is always there. So I'm fine with any of them. Let's move on to the next game that's a little bit more interesting here, in my opinion here. we got the Heat versus the Suns here. Not a huge total, 215.5, and it's an eight-point spread. Miami's favored. But Winslow is currently doubtful. Magruder is currently doubtful. And James Johnson is currently doubtful. So there are some injuries here that should open some stuff up. I guess I'll start with the Miami side. What are the, how are these injuries going to affect everything for you?
2: Oh, man, listen. Hey, just <laughs> fire up these guards, man. Uh, just fire them up. We saw and we've seen all year what, what Wings have been doing against Phoenix. Point guards, shooting guards, small forwards, centers, power forwards. And I know I'm, I'm mentioning guards in particular. <laughs> Uh, but I really like Whiteside on this slate as well. Uh, I think Whiteside's production is going to going to increase. He's 6600. Listen, I think he's the riskiest player on this slate at 6600 because I think he could easily go out there and play 20 minutes and disappoint us all. Um, you know, and I, I've I've kind of had a little rant going on on Twitter this week because I can see I can't seem to ever get Kelly Oubre right. I can't seem to ever get Aaron Gordon right. Um, and Whiteside is in that pool with me. So, uh, for any of you out there that pray, let's just pray that chief can get Hassan Whiteside right against the Phoenix Suns. Uh, but I really like him, man. 6,600. Another guy I really like in this spot, Kelly Olenek. I don't think he's going to get 30 minutes, but I think 25 to 30 is is what he's going to get. 3,900 against Phoenix. No James Johnson, no, no Magruder no Winslow I mean Kelly Olenek should have a feel the same thing for Bam I think Bam and Olenek I think are guys that you just kind of interchange in and out in and out one of these guys is going to have a big game along with the rest of these guys like Whiteside um I, I really like O'Linick in this spot though uh Josh Richardson 5800 that's too cheap but my two favorite players from this team Dwayne Wade 5100 Dion Waiters 4700 uh I'm almost inclined to hit the lock button on Dion Waiters at 4,700 on DK. Uh, I, I think he's going off here. I like him Saturday. He didn't come through for me as much on Saturday. But, I mean, he's playing 30 minutes, taking 15 to 16 shots a game. He's going to be chucking. He's going to be playing up-tempo matchup. Uh, I, I know the total seems lower, but this is Phoenix. They're going to give up the fantasy points. That's the reason why I skipped all these games, so I could hammer this Phoenix-Miami game – Love Dion waiters love D Wade, love uh, Hassan Whiteside love Kelly Olenek. These guys are going to smash.
1: Yeah, I'm absolutely right there with you with the injuries here. Wade and waiters should get a decent amount of run here. Um, and they, their price tags are just too cheap considering how many minutes they're going to end up getting Richardson with all the injuries here should get a decent amount of run here. And I think his usage should go up a bit. He's been taking a lot of shots recently. I think, I think I'll play a little bit of him. Whiteside, you said it, pretty much on any given night here. He If he gets some minutes, he will absolutely crush, and there's a perfect matchup for him to crush here. Phoenix is terrible defensively. All of them are great. Hellenic, Bam, I'm going to interchange multiple Phoenix players – or not Phoenix, Miami players in most of my lineups here. Absolutely love it. Going to play a lot of them. What about over on the other side? If you're playing a bunch of Miami players, does it make sense to throw Oubre or – Aiton or Booker into your lives along with him?
2: Well, uh, I don't really want to play Aiton. Uh, I think, I mean, I think the price is fair. I mean, he's 6,800, only 200 more than Whiteside. As far as minutes, Aiton is much safer than Whiteside as far as minutes. Like, we know Aiton is going to get 30 to 35 minutes, like, without question. So as far as minutes, he's safe. I, I, I don't hate it. And if you get an upside game out of him, you'll be sitting pretty because I don't think he's going to garner a lot of ownership. The guy that I actually want to highlight here is Tyler Johnson, 4,800, incredibly too cheap. The guy, you know, is now playing over 30 minutes a game, Uh, you know, going back to his old stomping grounds. It's just narrative street. We'll see. I mean, this isn't Atlanta. I'm not expecting him to go out and drop 50 fantasy points. But at 4,800, I still think he can get 30. Love Tyler Johnson in this spot. And then I'm always a fan of firing up Devin Booker on slates like this. I think he'll kind of go overlooked uh, because of some of the other value that's going to come up that we'll talk about later that I absolutely love as well. But, but I, I think, like you said, you know, especially if you're thinking of a game stack, I think Booker and uh, and Tyler Johnson are definitely two guys that, that you can play. And mind you guys, I'm not going to play Kelly Oubre tomorrow. So – uh, listeners, you need to be firing him up with confidence. Forty to fifty fantasy points are incoming because I just he's just a guy I just don't get right.
1: <laughs> well, you got me sold on him. Yeah. Um Tyler Johnson's price tag is just too cheap and the narrative street. I mean, I'm not Andy Means. I would I, I buy into these a little bit and he's obviously been on a little bit of a tear recently. He shot real well in the last game and I mean in the prior games before that, he was taking A bit of shots, but he just was not shooting well. So the floor-ceiling combo here, considering his price tag in the minutes, is just too high. Aiden not taking a shot on, but Oubre's got some upside here. Gets minutes and gets hot shooting the ball. And Devin Booker is a guy. He's in the D'Angelo. He's in the Kemba kind of category here where he can go off for a huge game regardless of the matchup, anytime. Not a huge total for Phoenix, but – I still think that Booker could crush and that Johnson could crush and should crush. So I'm right there with you. I'll play a decent amount of them. And it's always nice to bring a guy back. If you're playing three or more guys from the other team, but yeah. Oh,
2: by, by, by the way, listen, I, I meant to bring this up, Grant. So sorry that that, that I need to backtrack here on Miami. You I, son of a biscuit. So I'm so sorry. Uh, Listen, I, I want to hammer something home here about another reason why I'm really interested in Hassan Whiteside. Very, very, very small sample size, okay? But and, – and, and why I like D-Wade D- so much. But with all these guys off the floor, Hassan Whiteside's usage rate is very low, very low at 13.8. He's not going to have too much of a high usage rate anyway, but his fantasy points per minute are at one and a half. 1.51 fantasy points. Very small sample size, only around 20 minutes with, with all of those guys off the court. But I, 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 still, think, I still think I'm going to lean on that um, because it's a matchup with Phoenix. Just, just keep that in mind. Uh, one and a half fantasy points per minute. I mean, if he plays 30 minutes, he could absolutely just destroy this slate.
1: Yeah, I mean, we if he gets the minutes, we could potentially see a 60-point game from Whiteside in this type of magic here. So, yeah, right there with you. Next game, a little bit more inter- – or a little bit interesting here. It's an 11-point spread, 228 total. Milwaukee's favored, but Giannis is out, uh, or is doubtful right now. So, it doesn't look like he is going to play, which opens up a whole lot here. Bulls, we have Porter questionable, and then same guys that are always out or out. So let's start off with Chicago before we get to Milwaukee. Here, um, Porter being out is that really going to change a whole lot for you? And who are you interested in on the Bulls?
2: Oh boy, this is another game that I that I really like. Like I said, I said I felt like this slate was backloaded, and I I I I really do think that that's the case with this slate. Man, listen, Giannis being out, I think this game is going to get real competitive real fast. I mean, Lori marketing has just been ridiculous. Uh, I mean what, what he's been doing at his production level, I mean at 7,900, let me just rattle off his last five games. 61, 46, 43, 51, 41. If I include a sixth game, 59, if I include a seventh game, uh, if I include an eighth game, 42, Lori marketing man has just been crushing. So, if Porter is out, my goodness, I, mean, I, I think we might have, might as well go ahead and just kind of pencil him in for, for 50 fantasy points. Uh, you know, another, another guy that, of course, we'll love, Zach Levine, 7,400. If Greek is out, that's totally going to change the complexity of this team. And then now we've got Chris Dunn at 5,700. Incredibly too cheap if Otto Porter is out. I mean, this is a smash spot, I think, for the Bulls. I'm expecting Greek to be out. I'm expecting Chicago to be competitive. And I'm expecting most of their production to come from a few guys. One other guy that I want to highlight that we we probably aren't expecting, Robin Lopez, 4,100, playing big minutes now. Last three games, 30, 33, 35 fantasy points. Hasn't been below 20 in about seven or eight games. I think Robin Lopez is a good play. I think he's affordable. I think he's cheap. And I think if you need him, I think he can get the job done for you. So I, I like the Bulls on, in this spot here. I like this whole game, but but I, I do like the Bulls in particular.
1: Yeah, yeah, right there with you. All those guys you mentioned are fantastic plays. being obviously huge upside in marketing. has been crushing it lately. Um, something to note is that there's some reverse line movement on this game. Um Sixty percent of the bets are coming in over on the Milwaukee side, and the lines moved in Chicago's direction. So smart money is on there. This game will should stay closer than um, the sp- original spread would entail here. So uh, I'm right there with you. I'll play a lot of these guys, especially if Porter's out. The usage for Levine, Markin, and Whoa, Dunn should goodness. go up. It's the price and the price tags are just too darn cheap with what Markin is doing. Seven nine? Are you kidding me? He, he was just eight one. They dropped his price after he put up all those scores recently. This is just ridiculous. I'm right there with you. Um, all those guys are fantastic plays, but honestly, I'm oh. more so – Sorry, go I, ahead.
2: No, 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 I, I no. Think, I think they're getting the Greek-free pricing. I, I think they expected the, maybe Greek to play. Maybe this came out before they knew he was doubtful. So, I think the prices are suppressed because they're thinking they're going to get a Milwaukee team at full strength. Kind of like how they do in baseball when you're expecting a Kershaw to pitch and he gets ruled out like – you know, four hours before the game, and now everybody's priced for Kershaw. And you know, you're getting which I mean, the Dodgers have a very respectable pitching staff, but you, you get you get my point. Like I think they're priced for a full strength Milwaukee team, and that's just not what we're going to get. And so I, I'm I'm all over these bulls.
1: Yep, yep, right there with you. It's it's going to be good. It's going to be good. But over on the other side, with Giannis out. I should probably read off the usage bumps that um, everyone gets without Giannis on the floor. So, Bledsoe, 0.4 points per minute more. Middleton, 0.27 bump. Brogdon, 0.19 bump. Um, Miratich and the rest of them aren't really that applicable here, but huge amount of usage to go around here against a bad defensive team in Chicago. Mention who you like, and I want you to rank them because there are a lot of guys – to play over on Milwaukee. And I mean, we already have guys um, for Chicago and um, for Miami here. So there's a lot of good plays on the slate, which is why we were so hesitant to really name anyone that we wanted to play in the first few games here. Milwaukee is where I'm looking for a lot. Go ahead and tell me who you're looking at.
2: Yeah. Bledsoe is my number one play for Milwaukee period 6,400. He's, he's the most affordable as far as what I feel like we're going to get production from across all the sites. So, Like, Middleton, 6,300 on DK. He's around 7K on FanDuel. Bledsoe, 6,400 on uh, DK, and I think around 6,800 on FanDuel. So, Bledsoe's my number one. I'd have him fired up across all sites. I mean, you know, like you said, you've already, you know, rattled off the stats. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but the guy's averaging 1.51 fantasy points with Giannis off the court, 27.9% usage rate. Chris Middleton is actually at a 32.4% usage average of 1.3 fantasy points per minute. Don't hate that either. Both of these guys are in play. Uh, I I do still like Brogdon. I think Brogdon at 5,400. That's too cheap. And I think Brogdon is the ultimate cash game play on this slate. I think if you're playing cash games – I, especially on DK fantasy draft, I think Broggan is your guy 5,400 and can get you 30 to 35 fantasy points in this spot. I mean, I, I just think he's the ultimate cash game player. I mean, listen, you know, Middleton and, and – uh, and Bledsoe cash game plays too, hands down on this slate. But just Brogdon with, with a little bit of the savings there. I think he's I think he's good for it. Uh, one other guy I wanted to mention because this is this is what I'm not sure about, Grant. And maybe you can help me with this. I'm trying to figure out if they're going to play Miritich in the place of Giannis, or are they going to play Iliasova? Because if they're going to play Miritich 30 minutes or 30 to 35 minutes. He's too cheap going against Chicago. You got to think he wants to punch Chicago in the mouth in this spot. I I really like Miritich here, fifty four hundred. I know we don't have a whole lot of data to go on because he just got there, and you know, but but if he gets the start, you got to think Miritich is going to have a big game. And then we get the the other Lopez brother on the other side, Brooke Lopez. He's also been playing over thirty minutes a game, and he's forty six hundred. This is a gold mine for fantasy production on both sides. Love this game as a whole.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely there with you. Bletso is far and away the best play on the slate. You mentioned the numbers and the matchup's fantastic here. Um, yeah, he's he's he, I think he's getting the lock button. He's the one guy oh, that man. I'm for sure locking in on the slate across all sites, and it's not even a question in my mind. Middleton's not terribly far behind him, obviously crushes without Giannis on the floor. Miritich, you're right. It is interesting. He is has not been playing a whole lot of minutes, and I'm worried about his um, how many minutes is going to end up here. I'd assume they probably end up getting the start, but it wouldn't surprise me if they tried to uh, get him off the bench there and just put uh, Ilyasova in. But he he is too cheap if he's going to get a bunch of minutes. Brogdon, same thing. You're right, great cash game play. I, I don't think he's as good a cash game play as Blutz or Middleton, but still very good play here. He hasn't put up a real ceiling game in a while here. But uh, it, realistically, with Giannis out, it can happen at any time. This is the type of matchup where it very easily could end up happening. Brolo, sorry, go ahead.
2: No, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. You, I, I got one thing to add after you're done. All
1: right, well, I was just going to say Brolo is fine, but I'll, I'll I'll be looking for news on if Ilya Soba ends up starting here. Um, if he does, 3400 is a great way to save some money on the slate, and I'll definitely have quite a few shares of him if he is starting here. But go ahead.
2: Well, since we're since we're on this second game, and trust me, we've got another game coming up that we're going to want to talk about as well. But I wanted to point this out, Grant, because I think this is really important for this slate in particular. I think this is a slate where we can fade the studs. I, I don't think we need Harden. I don't think we need LeBron. I don't think we need – in which Curry and, and KD aren't really priced up as much anymore – but I don't think we need, you know, the, the higher-priced guys on this slate. I really think this is a slate where we could build a legitimate tournament-winning lineup with no one, let's say, over 9K. Because, uh, like I said, we're going to get to a game in a minute where I think you might have to play someone that's in the 8K range. But I just kind of want to put that out there. Just food for thought. A lot of guys that can really that are high upside plays, that can get you in the 40s and 50s in that 6 to 7K range, I really think that's going to be the optimal route to go uh, on this slate.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm right there with you. There are so many mid-range plays on this slate. You don't need LeBron. I mean, it's not like the studs are really in that great of a spot, um, if I remember correctly. So I'm right there with you. Let's get on to the game that's another really interesting one, could potentially offer a whole lot of (laughs) – another – game where there's a whole lot of good spots here depending on the availability of Harden he is currently questionable right now we all know what happens when he's not on the floor and the huge amount of usage there is to go around so he is currently questionable and over on the other side with Atlanta um Benbury is probable Herder is questionable Prince is out so this is another decent game here I mean a high-paced game currently we don't have a total or a spread on it, but I'm assuming it's going to be fairly high here. Let's yeah. start off on Atlanta, which is a little bit easier to dissect because we have all the news we probably need. Um, with Herter being questionable, does that really open up Bazemore? He's obviously crushed the other night and has been playing a decent amount of minutes here. you go, you paying that price tag for Young. You're paying for Collins, Dedman, Lynn. Who are you looking at here?
2: Well, I don't think I need Trey Young at 8,200. The guy's been smashing, like you said, but I just don't think I need him. Uh, so, But Baysmore, 5,400, I really don't hate that. I mean, the guy's going to be playing 30, 30-plus 30 minutes, and now you're taking away Prince as well. He'll shoulder a little bit more uh, of the offense. So I, I really I, I really think is in play. Um, you know, I, I, I just think you, you take a look at him. And then we've also got Bembry uh Bembry at at 3500 uh I don't think you need Bembry either let me put that out there I don't think you need DeAndre Bembry. but I totally understand playing him for 3500 if you really want to just maybe get in that extra $6500 guy I mean we've seen Bembry rattle off a 40 point game before a 30 point game before I mean if he even if he got you 29 points on this slate I think you can still win a tournament with 29 points from a $3,500 guy. So I, I don't think you need Bembry as much on DK. Okay. But I, I, I totally get it if you want to play him. And, uh, you know, listen, I've been targeting Atlanta all year. It's worked out just fine. And I'm going to continue to fire up, you know, against Atlanta. And that, that's just the way I'm going to approach it. So, When we get to Houston, we'll talk about you know that side of the ball. But but those are the guys I would play from Atlanta, Uh, Baysmore, uh, and uh, and Bembry I think would be my top two.
1: Yep, yep, right there with you. I don't really have a huge interest in playing Collins. Trey Young's price tag is just. Like, it's not too high, but for this slate, it's too high, considering that we have guys like Markkinen and Levine at close to the same price tag. And we've got guys like Bletzo and Middleton who are way cheaper. So I'm not going to be surprised, outside of maybe one game stack, if I only end up with Bazemore and a few lineups and only end up with Deadman and maybe a shot on Alex Lynn just because Lynn can get it done any single time. He's always cheap, and for some reason, I like to make bad decisions and lose money on him. So – yeah, this is not really the spot where I'm targeting anyone outside of Bayesmore, Houston. So I'm going to read off court IQ again here. Without Harden on the floor, Chris Paul 0.4 fantasy points per minute bump. Gordon 0.36. House 0.25. Rivers 0.19. Tucker 0.15. Gerald Green 0.17. Read more than I needed to there, but if Harden does in fact sit. Chris Paul's right there in that same kind of range as guys like Levine and Markman going up against Atlanta with what I'll assume will be one of the highest point to- or with one of the highest totals on the board here. Um, and Atlanta is not great at covering on the road at home, but they're actually great at covering on the road. So I think this game should stay close enough here. Um, I, I Paul and Bledsoe are going to make my FanDuel lineups super easy if Harden's out because it's just a lock button for both. Are you on the same page? Oh man, a- absolutely.
2: A- listen, if you're playing on FanDuel tomorrow, I I I could legitimately see you just those could be your only two point guards for the whole slate. And maybe I'm crazy, but that's the kind of stuff I like to do. When I'm when I'm getting good value like that, just lock them both in. Chris Paul, even on DK, I still like him on DK, eighty three hundred. You know, I talked about it on Saturday on on crunch time. And, you know, one of the things I was telling Big T, I faded Westbrook to play Chris Paul on Saturday because I felt like Harden was going to be out. And, you know, it it was a matchup with Golden State. And I said, I think Chris Chris Paul is going to get 60. Well, on DK, he got 59.75. And I think he was around the same thing on FanDuel.
1: So what you're telling me is you were wrong.
2: Yes, I was wrong by (laughs) one point. I, I was wrong by one point. But I, I just think Chris Paul, I think he play him here. Uh, but Eric Gordon, 4,600. If James Harden is out, the guy put up 37 fantasy points on Saturday. Now he gets a tasty, tasty matchup with the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, I think it'll definitely be something similar. And, uh, you know, listen, Kenneth Fareed was back up to 33 minutes on Saturday, put up 38 fantasy points. He's another guy. If he's going to start, I really like him in this spot here at 5,500. Don't hate Capella at 7K. I think he's got the goods to get it done as well. I mean, we've seen this guy put up 60 fantasy points. So, you know, that was his first game back, played 28 minutes. Um, but but I, I like Capella here as well. As you can see, I mean, these last three games, I mean, I just – so many guys to consider. Uh, but but i think you i think you need to have exposure to all of them if you're multi entering I, I, I legitimately um you know if i was multi entering which i don't I, I don't think i'm going to on this slate but if i was multi entering i think i would legitimately probably get all my players from three or four games on this slate and cycle them through and and, and try to hit the nuts because and listen they're gonna be guys that are outliers kimball could easily drop 60 tomorrow and you'd be like shoot why not play Kimball? but Realistically, the better games are the ones we're talking about right now. This Atlanta-Houston, you know, right up there at the top.
1: Yeah, yeah, and this is definitely a slate for you guys to be cognizant of what contest you're entering in. Um, Obviously, smaller field tournaments, locking in guys like Bledsoe and Paul and all these guys that are great plays but are likely to be highly owned, not a bad idea. But if you're getting into the giant tournaments, going a little bit off the beaten path like with a guy like Kemba or a guy like... Lillard or a guy like Booker where it, they're not going to be heavily owned and you can pivot off the chalk a little bit. Don't go too far because some of these guys are going to hit huge. It's guaranteed right. pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Be very aware of which contest you're entering in and the players mix between chalk and non-chalk you have based on the uh, contest side. But right there with you, lockin and Paul, Capella, Fareed, fantastic plays. Eric Gordon, close to lock button for me too uh, depending on the site here, but just way too darn cheap if Harden is out. If Harden is in, then I don't really think you need to play many of these guys. Are you going to play anyone if Harden is in there, like outside of maybe Harden a bit?
2: Yeah, if Harden is in, then I may not play anyone from Houston. Uh, but if he's out, Paul and Bledsoe are at the top of my list on DK. Uh, on FanDuel, on fa- I-, I will say this. On FanDuel, it's going to be tough. Uh, at shooting guard because you got Waiters, you got D-Wade. D-Wade is 6K, so he'll make you think about it. But th- there's a lot of shooting guards that I feel like you have to consider on FanDuel. Middleton's there, D-Wade, baysmore Gordon, Waiters, Clarkson. You know, you just got a lot of options that you got to cycle through. But at, at point guard, I mean, you know, like I said, if if Harden's out, you, you just play Chris Paul,
1: period. Yep, yep. It's as simple as that. Let's move on to the next game, which not, not, not like the last five interesting or four interesting games we just had here. <laughs> Lakers versus Memphis, 221 total. Lakers are a four-point favorite here. Um, over on the Memphis side of the ball, it looks like Conley's probable. Anderson's still out. J- Triple J still out. Um, over on the Lakers side of the ball, It's just Muscala here, so not real. And Ball is still out, so nothing really interesting happening here outside of the Triple J injury. Uh, So let's start with Memphis, who it's a good high-up pace matchup, and they haven't been great defensively since Ball's been off the court here. So honestly, I'm I'm thinking I'll play Conley a little bit because I always play him, and his price tag is all right, and he should be lower owned. And I've got a little bit of interest in Valentudo's, but that's about it.
2: Yeah, listen, man, I've actually got a lot of interest in JV. He's probably about the only guy I want to play from this game. At 6,400, if JV is going to get 30 minutes a game now, I think you can just keep looking for 40-plus point fantasy performances. The guy just has a knack for tremendous upside when he gets the minutes. And now that he's out of Toronto and, and Triple J is out, I'm just hoping they don't hoodwink us and swindle us and take his minutes back down to 23 minutes. If he gets 30 minutes, I got to think he's going to get 40 against the Lakers, minimum. So I've got a lot of interest in JV. He's another reason why I keep talking about this mid-range build. I just feel like there are 10 to 20 guys out there that I can cycle through in the 6K range and just get 40 to 50. You know, forty to sixty points, and 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 he's one of them, man. So if, if he's going to get thirty minutes at six thousand four hundred, I almost feel like he's safer than Whiteside. He might not have the the exact same upside because I do think Whiteside has a higher ceiling, but but I think JV's got a much higher floor if he's going to get thirty minutes.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see. Um, I'm I'm a guy that plays a lot of J Val and. I've been waiting for so darn long to see him get a boatload of minutes, Oof. and just seeing that him hit the thirty mark there with thirty percent usage, just on a team with there, there's not really a whole lot of weapons. He's going to be no. used more. Like he's averaging one point three seven points per minute um, right now, currently on the season. That a lot of that's with the Raptors. This is a better situation for him. Like realistically, this is probably a better fantasy situation for him, especially mm-hmm. with the injuries. Memphis just has nothing. So I can see J-Bal going for maybe, like, he might have higher upside than Whiteside in all reality. Like, we've yeah. seen him put up 20 points in the first quarter in many yeah. games. Like, we've seen it so often, they just won't get more run. But, yeah, yeah, I'll be playing a decent amount of Jay bal especially over on fantasy draft where I can play a bunch of centers. Um, over on the Lakers side of the ball, I think LeBron's fine, but this is not a good matchup. I'm crossing off Lakers.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I just don't think I need LeBron today. Um, So, like I said, I'm never going to try to tell anyone to not play LeBron James. The guy is one of the the best players in the league. He's got tremendous upside. I just don't think you need to spend 11-2 on him today uh, on this slate. I, I just think there are much better options all over the field.
1: Yeah, yeah, right there with you. No Lakers for me. If LeBron fits into your lineup perfectly, then play him, but that's the only reason to play him. Let's move on to the next game here. We have Minnesota versus Sacramento here. Minnesota and Sacramento currently do not have a spread or total on the board yet, Um, and it doesn't look like outside of uh, Covington. Not really a whole lot of injury news here. Carl Anthony Towns is probable, um, and over on the Sacramento side of the ball – Corey Brewer is doubtful, doesn't really make a huge difference here. Let's start out with Sacramento. None of these guys stand out as great plays in comparison to all the other ones. We have Buddy Hyde and Bagley, both in the mid-6K range, which we've seen so many good plays here. So I think that they're decent pivots, and Fox at 7-2 still has upside, especially in this type of matchup here. But I'm not going out of my way to play anyone. Buddy Hyde and Bagley are great plays, just I don't think that – they really, like, stand out in comparison to the other guys here. What do you think?
2: Yeah, and so, see, this is one of those situations where I think it's site-dependent. So, on DK, I think Bagley's fine. Like, I mean, the dude's been crushing. He's put up 48 and 47 fantasy points the last two games. Out of the last four games when he's played over 30 minutes, he's put up 46, 48, and 47 fantasy points. And all those games, he's played 30-plus minutes. If they're going to give him 30-plus minutes, I mean, I think you got to consider him. I will say this. I think Bagley is one of the premier power forwards on FanDuel at 7,400 if he's going to get 30 minutes, 30-plus 30 minutes, and continue to churn out these big 40-point fantasy uh, production games. You know, like I said, the, the, the slate design is a little bit different on FanDuel than it is on DK. On DK with the multi-positional eligibility, multi-position eligibility, you know, you may end up not playing Bagley. I think on FanDuel, you strongly consider plugging him in at 7,400. But but nonetheless, I I think Bagley's great. I think Fox is okay. I think Buddy Heald is fine. Bogdanovich at 5K, he's the guy I think I would want to play. But like I said, Buddy Heald is getting a lot more minutes than Bogdanovich, so maybe you just stick with Buddy. But I don't think you need Buddy at 6600. I I would I would fade Buddy for Bagley on this slate 100 percent 100 percent of the time in this spot. I think Bagley's got the upside. I don't think you need Buddy.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm kind of fine with either of them. Um, both of them are good plays. But again, like I said, they don't really stand out in comparison in that price range. But both of them got the upside. What about over on the other side? Um, Towns, Wiggins, Teague, Saric. For me, none of them really are priced like in a spot where I wanna play him. Teague stands out as probably the most upside in this high paced matchup here. Um considering his price tag, but you never really know with him, honestly. I'm fading Minnesota in all likelihood, outside of a game stack.
2: Yeah, I don't even think I'm gonna game stack it. Like if 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 uh Towns was gonna be out, then I definitely think Teague, Wiggins, Sarich, uh Uh, Gibson, I think these guys would have been in play. But now that Towns is back, uh, I'm I'm with you. I don't really think you need any of them. Um, So, yeah, I'm I'm definitely – I don't have any problem taking the fade.
1: All right. Then moving on um, in a game where – let's look at the total here. It is a 238, highest total on the board here. One-point spread over on the New Orleans side here. Miller is questionable and then – the whole situation with Davis and G- Drew and will they play? How much will they play? Who knows anymore? Infuriating, to say the least. Over on the other side with Philly, Embiid is still out. Corkman's is still out. So we have – I'm going to start with Philly. We have the greatest basketball player of all time, and soon we'll find out if he's the greatest actor of all time here. Got 27 minutes, two games go versus Miami. Did not get a whole lot of minutes against Portland there, just 19. His price tag is decent at 5-5, five, five, but it's not great if we don't know if he's going to get 25-plus minutes of this matchup here. Bobon, are you using him? Go. Man,
2: so, so look, if I'm multi-entering, yes. I think you fire up Bobon at a, you know, meager percentage, 10 to 20%, I, I think. If especially on DK where, you know, lineups, you can get some really creative lineups. I think on FanDuel, I think he's on the outside looking in. I, I don't think I need him at all. Uh, so I, I think I'm going to take the Beaubar fade on FanDuel. I think I would get some exposure on DK. Let me say this. On DK, I don't understand how Tobias Harris is 6,800 against the New Orleans Pelicans. This was very perplexing when I open up the slate to do my research. Six thousand eight hundred against the Pelicans. I mean, this guy's got fifty point upside in this spot—legitimate fifty point upside. I, I just, I, I just don't see how, how we fade him. Jimmy Butler seventy one hundred. JJ Reddick, fifty one hundred. Butler hasn't been playing well. I don't care. This is a matchup with the New Orleans Pelicans. It's going to be a really really fast paced game. But my favorite play on this team. Tobias Harris man 6800 that's awful pricing I-, I think he smashes
0: here
1: yeah yeah no right there with you with Harris I don't mind Butler I don't mind Simmons but their price tags again are in that same range where there's other better plays but Harris is very good priced oh, perfectly perfectly into that little middle uh, middling lineup build um, Boban, I'm going to have a lot of exposure to just because I can't stop now. I'm forced into this for the rest of my life, playing as much Boban as I can every time he starts. So regardless if it's a positive EV move or not, I'm going to end up with a bunch of them, which anytime I can get the greatest player on the planet, potentially lower ownership, it's fine by me. But yeah, all those other Sixers stand out as decent plays. What about over on the Pelicans? I don't want to mess with a single person really outside of maybe – Diallo, but not really now. Probably, probably no one over on Pelicans. There are too many other good plays on the slate.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you, man. Uh, just not a lot of guys that I think you have to play, and I think that's that's the approach I'm taking. I don't really have to play anyone. I, I will say this: I think Diallo is priced up a little bit too much now. So you know, he's a guy that we would have looked at, but he's just been smashing. But, but I think at 4,800, look, there still could be meat on the bone. I mean, he's been playing around, you know, 20 minutes and just has been smashing in that time. But I don't think he's a guy we take a shot on. I do think Kenrich Williams is still okay. Uh, you may not need him on this list because there's so much value in other spots. But if I was, was going to play one guy, I think Kenrich Williams would be my guy. Drew Holiday – I mean, he played 33 minutes on Saturday. We don't know what they're going to do. If I knew Drew was going to get 35 minutes, he'd be another guy that I included in my in my player pool, but I'm just not not sure. Alfred Payton, 4,800. He got 36 minutes against the Lakers on Saturday. But we we don't know what they're going to do with him in this game. But if we knew he was going to get 35 minutes, then 4,800 is too cheap. But we just, we just don't know. And uh, I think there's enough guys on this slate that you don't have to play guys where you're uncomfortable with their minutes floor.
1: Yeah, yeah, right there with you. you just No Pelicans for me. I, I don't trust a single thing, and this is not – it's an 11-game slate. There's value everywhere. There's good mid-tier options. Just full-on fade for the Pelicans for me. Um, last game of the night, not horribly interesting, but it's still got some pieces in here. No line out for it. Dallas versus the Clippers here. Decent news that we probably won't get before Locke. Luca is questionable. Clever is questionable. And over on the Clippers' side of the ball, I don't really see any injuries here of note. Um, so let's start off with the Clippers here. I think Lou Williams is in play. And outside of that, everyone else is priced about where they should be. The upside for them is not nearly as much as any of the other guys in the same I mean, we have so many plays between 6K and 7K, that Montrezl Harrell and Gallinari are not going to make it into any of my builds. It's literally just Lou for his upside and a few builds, and that's about it for me. What do you think?
2: Yeah, um so I will say this. This is another one where I feel like it's a little bit more site-dependent. So I don't feel like I need Gallinari on on, on uh, DK just because of the, the multi-positional, multi-position eligibility. I do think on FanDuel is where Gallinari is a little bit more important because he's 7,100. Um, you know, he, he kind of fits the mold for that bill we're looking for. And small forward outside of a few guys is actually kind of weak. So we don't think Greek's going to play. LeBron's 12K. I don't want to play him. Kevin Durant's 10K. And then it's like huge drop-off. You go all the way down to Gallinari at 671, Kelly Oubre at 67, Ingram 65, Porter 65. We don't know if he's going to play. So I, I think on FanDuel, I think Gallinari is the most important small forward, in, in my opinion. On DK, I don't, yeah, I don't think you need him. But on FanDuel, I think he actually I, – I, I think he's he's one of the better plays. Um, but that's about it. I'm, I'm really not going to be playing any Clippers. Probably outside of Gallinari. That's about it.
1: Yep. yeah, yeah we're Right there with you. I haven't looked at FanDuel, so that's a good point with Gallinari there. What about Dallas? If we get news that Luka's out in the morning, I think that Brunson is in play. His price tag's cheap enough. His upside's there considering his price tag. But again, that middling build seems to be the best one. But I'll still take a shot at him. Powell's fine. Hardaway will be a decent play if the Luca is out. If Luka's in, I don't think he makes into any of my builds. He's priced about right. DFS is fine. Like, who are you looking at here?
2: So, on DK, I do think if Luke is out, I do think Trey Berg might be interesting. I don't think you need him because it's risky. But at 3,400, I mean, the dude just dropped 33 fantasy points for 3K. He was 3,300 on uh, Saturday, I think it was and he dropped three, 33 fantasy points for 3,300. I, I think you you think about it, and, and that's about where I'm at. But I, I don't think you really need too many Dallas guys here. Hardaway's cheap, you know. I mean, it, Hardaway's a guy maybe you think about as well, just because of the price they're playing the Clippers. The Clippers have been winning games, but they haven't been playing defense. So, you know, maybe, maybe he's a guy you think about. But but that's about it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that's kind of where, where where the buck stops.
1: Yeah. Yeah, right there with you. I'm not quite there with you with the Trey yeah, Burke yeah. call, but that's because he is entirely dead to me for the rest of my life. Um, <laughs> times where I locked him in and he got me three points. So never again, but that's just complete bias. So take what you want from it. Um, yeah, right there with you. And that's pretty much the end of the slate. Are you ready? For the morning grind game, that you're going to have to remind me of what the rules are because I always seem to forget. But I remember the first one. Favorite game to go over or under? Man, believe it or
2: not, give me Milwaukee at Chicago. I know I don't think we really have a line on it yet, but I'm going to take the over in this one. I, I think this game is going to have 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 a nice pace to it. Uh, give me the over in Milwaukee at Chicago.
1: All right, I'm going the under in the Cleveland Portland game because I have no interest in. Or not much interest in it. Otherwise, all right. Next up, favorite play under five K to whatever X it was. Set six X is that right? Seven X.
2: Uh, yeah. Favorite play under five K to seven X. Listen, th- there are so many guys on this slate today that that I think could seven X, man. I mean, it's crazy. But I, I'm I'm going to give out one guy that I trust right now because I know about the news. Give me Dion Waiters, 4,700 on DK. I I think it's a 7X day. I'm going to give you one more for kicks. Uh, This is – if Harden is out, give me Eric Gordon as well.
1: Uh, Good. Stealing stealing two of the guys that I was playing, but this makes it pretty easy then. I'm just going to go with Tyler Johnson here. Yes. Another
2: one. Another one. Another one, man. Listen, it, it's deep today. It's deep. We didn't even talk about Willie Collie Stein at four thousand seven hundred, which I meant to mention him, and I, I just forgot. But Collie Stein at four thousand seven hundred is too cheap as well. But we're past that part, so
1: yeah. Um, favorite player? What is it? Over eight k, not over to five k.
2: Yeah. Uh, give me LeBron here.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a smart move there. Um, I'm going to go with – just for kicks, I'm going to go with Steph. Um,
2: yeah, I, I thought about him or, or, uh, or, or Kimba. I, I thought about it. Or DeRozan, too. But, yeah, I totally get that.
1: All right, favorite player on the board to 6X. All
2: right, listen, this one is too easy, okay? Yeah, I know this, it is. This, I'm letting you go first, easy. but – I'm I'm gonna pass. I'm I'm gonna get because listen, really we could take either one of these guys. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Eric Bledsoe, sixty four hundred. I mean he's probably gonna eight x this price, but uh get just give me Bledsoe man. But listen, guys, it, if you pull up DK, just isolate the guys between six k and seven k, and you'll see what I'm talking about. There are so many guys that are going to crush their price tags here. Just just, just strongly consider this price range on this slate.
1: Yeah, I'm going to stay on point here and go with Boban for mine.
2: Okay, okay, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah just, just live and die on that island. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Thank you, Will. Again, if you haven't checked out our sponsor, Fantasy Draft, sign up through the RG link. You get a whole bunch of promos and fun stuff. Plus, I believe you get a free premium subscription for however long. So sign up to our wonderful sponsor that I love, Fantasy Draft. But, Will, thanks for being on. Stevie will be back again tomorrow. Any parting words for us, Will?
2: First of all, I don't know how I forgot about this. Shout out to my man Stevie. I know you talked about it. What a sensational win today on FanDuel taking down the NASCAR attorney. That's why we pay him the big bucks uh, to crank out the material and also prove why he is one of the best in the business. The only thing I would request is that he buys Mark a better dinner than cookout. And I'm out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks, Will. And again, if you haven't signed up for, I don't like talking about other guys' packages, but if you haven't signed up for Stevie's package yet, you are making horrible life choices. You don't need to know anything about NASCAR. Just get his package, and you will win money, I'm fairly certain. So thanks for listening, guys. Steve will be back tomorrow, and we're out of here. See you, kids.